Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to yet another episode of Careless Wispod, the podcast where we remember how you made us crazy and we also remember how we made you scream. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, that's right. I am Jeremy. I am Gary. And this week we are talking about, um, quite frankly, uh, what can only be described as a, a banger. That's true. I, I would say it can only be described as Don Henley's The Boys of Summer. It can also only be described. <laughs> and we're back. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what song is it? It is uh, Bang... Oh, sorry. I'm uh, banger. now. No. It is Don Henley's Boys of Summer. That's right. Released on October 26, 1984. Uh, George Orwell was a fan of that year. <laughs> George Orwell was a fan of the song. Uh, <laughs> and the song. Right? You see him there on like... like I can see, you know, the, the classic sort of image of... It sort of sweeps in black and white. You see the back of a writer. You see a pipe mm-hmm. sticking out the side with a plume of smoke. Remember how you made me crazy. <laughs> no, but he's just there going... <laughs> while writing about the ill sure. like the warning about fascism mm. you know what i mean maybe that's what maybe he wrote boys of summer and don maybe henley's that's... been taking the credit for it all this time wow welcome that's to the true. QAnon episode of <laughs> careless of... conspiracy pod <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know man did you know you that? Know, you know, man. Yeah. That yeah. Don Henley didn't even write it, bro. Oh, of course. It was. Oh, the government wants you to think that he did. But Wake up, sheeple. Do your own research. Boys of Summer was an inside job. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was written by the eagle people. Forget the lizard people. Yeah, forget the lizard. <laughs> it was written by the eagle people. Ah, so, oh, dear. Deary me. So, yeah, Boys of Summer was a bit of a fan favorite when we were polling people. And when I say polling, I'm not talking about our dicks. I'm talking about like... (laughs) I never suggested we were, Gary. What? Didn't you? The podcast called for it, though. It did. Um... I'm just pandering now. I'm pandering to our listeners. Uh, It was very popular with the listeners, Boys of Summer. So we figured we had to cover it at some point and you know why not now i'll say this much if you're expecting me to have watched a documentary about the political implications of don Hendley's song boys of summer I, you I are do. you yeah. are you are greatly mistaken well so you didn't watch it no i didn't i w- i was relying on you to have watched it <laughs> you didn't watch it i, I thought you would, we would I, watch I it i didn't watch it <laughs> All right, look, let's edit this part out. Okay, yeah. But yeah, we'll yeah. pretend that we watched All it. All right. No one else is going to watch it. What? What? Okay. Last episode, we spoke about yes. Paul Simon's album, uh, Graceland. And, you mean uh, uh, Small Frame. Small Frame's <laughs> album, Graceland, and uh, You Can Call Me Owl, specifically. They, had a doc- uh, they made a documentary called Under African Skies. Mm-hmm. What is the Don Henley documentary called? Now... It could be called Under, the Boys of Summer, right? Sure. But the, what 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 are you what are you what's it called? A uh, Henley Henley Don, Don Donnie Donnie Don, Don Henley. I hardly knew her. 
Like I got nothing. Oh my god. I, got nothing. The, I, I had one. I don't want to say it because oh, I want to. <laughs> Hindley. <laughs> How did you <laughs> what, what, what was your one? <laughs> Only because I've got the lyrics in front of me. I was going to go with Don Henley, I'm going to show you what I'm made of. Is that real? <laughs> it's a lot. That's a slide of the slide. <laughs> I'm going to show you. That's the name of his autobiography, his memoirs. <laughs> I prefer Henley. I hardly knew her. (laughs) Oh my god! You got to laugh, don't you? What do you got? Uh, We got to laugh to save ourselves from crying. I've I've got a I've got a sneaking suspicion that this episode might be slightly less political than the last episode. I'm going to say it's less political and is going to be a lot more filling for for time. You know, getting off the track, getting off topic. off the beaten track. <laughs> no, why? When we've got such great facts, Gary. Look at these facts. Uh, one fact that I have, actually, and ah. uh, you might like this. This song is from the album uh, from 1984, a solo album by Don Henley called uh, "Building the Perfect Beasts," which I figured could be the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talk about our dick so much. Oh my goodness gracious Building me. The perfect beast. We spoke about in the last episode yes. how the song You Can Call Me Now had so much information written about it that it was really hard to know where to start. Yes. Sometimes on the podcast we've chosen songs where that isn't always the case. And this, perhaps, dear listener, is one of those songs. I, I, I'm not sure about that. I see what you mean, and I kind of felt the same way at first, but I feel like this is probably about the same amount of information that we have for a lot of our songs. Yeah, that's true. It just seems like less because of how much information was there. For small frame. For small frame, yes. Yeah. yeah, you're actually right. But what I love is the, the, the specific nature of this fact, right? Yes. Now, it might surprise you to hear that I've looked up Wikipedia. <laughs> Composition. The song is cemented oh, yeah. I, I by love a repetitive guitar riff. The song was recorded <laughs> in the key of F-sharp major uh-huh. with a tempo of 88 beats per minute. Henley's vocals span... F sharp or in the third octave to A sharp in the fourth octave. And look, that's why people listen. And to that's when <laughs> you remember last week we were talking about white hot money shots. Money shots. Yes. I feel like we've blown our load prematurely there. Yeah, we may as well just uh, pack up and up go now. home uh, because I know um, <laughs> a lot of listeners wouldn't know this, but when we um, we get a lot of uh, mail from um, uh, fans across the globe. We get a lot of mails, yeah. And then we get letters as well. And then we get uh, emails from um, <laughs> uh, fans across the globe. And and many people ask, gee, guys, I'd love it if you could cover Don Henley's The Boys of Summer. I'm specifically curious about his, his vocal, vocal range. range. Yeah. And um, I've broken all of my fingers... So I can't, I can't can't look at look at look it up. I don't have any kind of I voice recognition software. I don't know what the internet is. I'm <laughs> uh, Whatopedia. That's what it actually that, said in the email, in which the email. is funny because it was an email. 
It's sent over the internet, you know, and I this guy know. didn't know what the internet was. I, I, I or lady, it could have been. I, I, I didn't I get. Know. I didn't catch the name. I don't know. But here we are. Here we are. And now you know. So building the perfect beast. Did does, you like that joke? I did like that <laughs> joke. It does beg the question how that um, listener actually listens to it if they're. Again, a mystery that we'll never get to the bottom. To. Anyway, I just love that very specific piece of information. So do I. Fantastic. So do I. Uh, I wanted to mention it on the podcast. And I'm glad you did. Uh, Don Henley himself. Uh, he was one of the members and one of the original founders of the band The Eagles. Mm, unfamiliar. Well, when I was doing my research... It sounded a lot more interesting than Don Henley. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they got the name The Eagles yeah. when they were out. I think they were out in the desert and they were under the influence of peyote, alcohol and other substances. Righto. Fuck, maybe. I was about to say, man, it's amazing that I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. Sure. A band that alcohol, drugs, peyote, desert... <laughs> have made some of the most boring music oh. ever to grace the charts. Look, I grew up with the Eagles. Uh, my dad was a big fan of the Eagles. But I cannot disagree with you there. I'm not really a fan. Uh, now and again, you know, I'll be like, uh, you know, I feel like a little bit of witchy woman or something okay, like no, that. Okay, no, I understand. I can do... Well, especially, what was that guitar player? Joe Walsh? I mean, he did Joe some Walsh. interesting stuff early sure. on, didn't he? That yeah, yeah. He was a bit of a gun. You know what, though? I'm going to say the best... Look... I love a bit of Hotel California, sure. specifically the Gypsy Kings version. Ah, yes. That as Stone Cold Banger. As seen on uh, The Big Lebowski as well. It is on The Big Lebowski. When, uh, the, don't, the don't, Jesus. don't fuck with Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the Eagles seemed like such an interesting band. I was like, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't pick it. Listening to them, <laughs> like this is one of those things that's extra disappointing because on paper it should be great. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Well, Henley Henley did the vocals Donny. for Donny. Yeah, old Donny Hen Riches. No, yes, yeah, I'm just gonna call him Donny. We're on a first. Look, I'm trying to I'm trying to force I'm trying to force the nickname. And he was a drummer. He was a drummer. Good. Okay. So he was a drummer. He was a vocalist. He performed vocals on tracks such as Hotel California, Witchy Woman, Desperado, Take It Easy. Why don't you come to your senses? Why don't you come to your that senses? That is a good song. Sorry. Um, you know, they Desperado. had some bangers. Maybe we should have covered that song instead. Nah, we're not going to cover Desperado. Nah. Although, the film with Antonio Banderas, I'm happy to watch that. That was sure. a good film. You sure. know, he has the, the big We could the film. record ourselves watching the the Antonio Banderas film. <laughs> right in if you're interested in that. <laughs> but there's that bit where he's got like the guitar case. Yes. But he turns into a missile launcher. Uh-huh. That's dope. Uh, Robert, Do you want to just go watch yeah. Desperado by Antonio? Well, let's watch all of them. Let's watch uh, El Mariachi, then Was that Desperado. That Robert Rodriguez? Yeah, and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Man. Banging soundtracks too, right? And just brilliant director. But we're not here to talk. We're not here to talk about (laughs) Sorry, wrong wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Uh, We're here to talk about Donnie. So, yeah, he was a part of the Eagles. They split up because there was tensions within the band. He wasn't a Eagle. 
He wasn't an actual eagle. He, he thought he was whilst he was on peyote. He was a member of the eagles. He was a member of Nor the Nor was he the, eagle. the eagles member. No, he wasn't the actual... Phallus. Hrum. Of the no. eagle. Yes, no. Do you reckon they can tell that we're playing for time here? <laughs> we don't have to. Oh. I've, I've got stuff. <laughs> the eagles... They, there were tensions within the bands. There was a lot of infighting. There was a lot of... Uh, That's like a classic thing, right? They didn't like each other, right? Clashing. Yeah. Uh, so they split up, or they went on hi- hiatus, depending on who you talk to. And they all just kind of branched oh, off. Oh, hiatus peyote. <laughs> they, they, as a particular strand of peyote, yeah, called hiatus. Uh, they branched off and did their own solo stuff, and Don Henley... Donnie. Uh, Big Donny Henbocker. Henbocchino. Yes, yep. that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Did his solo stuff, uh, including this album, Building the Perfect Beast. Again, we should consider a name change. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, I listened to the rest of this album because I was curious because like, I love this song so much. And the rest of the album... It just didn't have... It was very noisy and just disjointed and not very well put together. I think the magic touch of Mike Campbell, who was the guitarist was of say, the... I we, we should probably bring up that uh, it's, not a, it's not a Donnie original. It's not a Donnie original. So the, the track itself, just the music, was um, put together by Mike Campbell... From uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. He was a heartbreaker. Well, I mean, just look at the guy. <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? Can you blame him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he put to- to- together a demo. He took it to Tom Petty, who didn't want to include it with the stuff that they were doing. It didn't really fit. He wasn't a fan of the synth side of things, yeah, right. apparently. The song was then taken to Don Henley who wrote lyrics for it. He changed the key of it. We, I don't, I'm surprised that Wikipedia didn't say that. Uh, and so th- the music was re-recorded to fit the key that he's sang the song in. And that song, I don't know what it is, and maybe you'll be able to mm-hmm. chime in on this. It really does evoke a feeling of summer of no- and the beach of nostalgia right? and nostalgia definitely like you hear it and there's something about like it, it is just that that repeated riff that da, 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 and it goes throughout the song but you're kind of hooked like yeah there's something about i think a lot and we've spoken about this before on the podcast like a lot of these songs just a sort of part of the fabric in a way of your life. You know what I mean? Whether you're aware of it or not, that you're just hearing this stuff in the background, whether it's on the radio in the the car with your parents when you're young or if it's on TV, on um, video hits or whatever it may be. Songs like this just sort of stick in your consciousness. You know what I mean? Totally. I can't put my finger on why it evokes... The, these particular feelings so like is it because of the lyrics I, I feel because listening to the song I feel like if you took the lyrics out I'd still get that kind of summary 100% I, kind I of think like, it has to do with the, the synths you know what I mean the and just it's and the nature the guitar it's the well. nature of the mix it's like this really big reverberous mix and it's not very compressed and 
in your face, you know, like like perhaps a lot of pop songs would have been. Sure. Well, I, I suppose, of course, at this era, like we, we were sort of really seeing pop music embrace since. But I think this just had a bit more of an open mix and his voice having sort of the reverb on it, it was quite open. And I think there's something about that. There's just something really haunting about that synth riff you know what i mean that just for whatever reason they just stumbled on that thing that picks at your brain that that really makes you stop and sort of have a think you know what i mean well i think uh it's because it was in the key of f sharp major (laughs) maybe that's got a lot to do with it now i actually what you you say this but i actually want to bring this up right yes in our research right yes um, perhaps you, you well, sort of touch on well, you call it research, research. <laughs> but you sort of touch on the nature of the lyrics sort of it's it, it sort of you've got this sort of synth this reverberous mix and then within that you have these lyrics about sort of reminiscing you know well, what I mean? so, sorry to cut you off no right shall we shall we c- c- cut into our segment uh, what does it mean now maybe we can do that let's yeah, do it yeah. let's the do that's a great theme song theme song what can it mean now? <laughs> I keep feeling better and better about that. I mean, horn, practice man. makes perfect. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I always thought you were a horn dog. Uh, so, all right, let's talk about the meaning of the lyrics. Yeah. All right, we're going to trade back and forth on this? Sure. Okay, well, okay. How about I, you? You did me last time. Okay, okay. How about I do you this time? Okay, hit me. Take from that what you will. <laughs> what I'm curious about yes. is, 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 is what does it mean now? I'm really curious about this particular lyric. You got your hair combed back yep. and your sunglasses on, baby. Baby. I just think that lyric is really obtuse and I don't really understand what it means. What do you think it means? Well, I think in this case, the hair is representative of... So it's combed back, mm, back, mm. back in time, like nostalgia. Yeah. I think it's probably she's taken a comb to yeah. her hair and yeah. combed it back and then put sunglasses. Oh, on. so you think that she's combed her hair back? I, I know that it is a little bit obtuse, but uh, that's what I'm... No, actually, I'm no, I appreciate that. That makes sense sure. now. Yeah. That makes sense now. Now, on that note, <laughs> what what do you feel like the song means in 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 general? Well, this is this is a, a, the perfect segue, okay. Gary. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, because you're in our extensive research into these episodes, and I do mean extensive. Now, I actually quite like this uh, sentence in 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 Wikipedia. Yep. Uh, the li- now this is why I like the lyrics appear to be about the passing of youth and entering middle age with the nostalgic theme of summer love, sure, and the reminiscence of a past relationship. Now I don't know where they got that from. Now I'll go you one further. Sure. Okay? I don't know if anyone out there, like, I think we've made it perfectly clear uh, in previous episodes that pretty much the entire point of this podcast is 
to save you time from looking up Wikipedia, Wikipedia and song facts and genius. Yes, yes, we've mentioned that. We've many mentioned times. <laughs> and I mean, if we're saving people those twenty seconds, I mean that's twenty seconds well earned. So I've started to get the feeling that song facts much like wikipedia Mm -hmm. can be contributed to by anyone (laughs) by any tom dick or harry or short fryman or any small fryman can get in here and just have a turn now i'll give you an example if i may sure the boys of summer is about looking back on a past relationship and wanting your ex back (laughs) well wanting your ex (laughs) The way you read it too is exactly That's exactly how it's written. <laughs> I'll repeat that again. Deliberate. The boys of summer is about looking back on a past relationship and wanting your ex back, wanting to return to what you had. The first verse depicts how the writer is left behind. His ex has moved on, but he hasn't, and still hangs on to hope. See, that's why I wanted to have this segment, What Does It Mean Now? Because a lot of these songs, that you look it up on the internet, and it's just like that. It's infuriating. So, I just wanted okay, our I, kind of two cents. I want to read the lyrics now. Sure. They're, they're referencing here. But, babe, I'm going to get you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I love about that is it's about looking back on a past relationship and wanting your ex back. First line, but babe, I'm, I'm going to get, get you back. back. How did they extrapolate? Oh, baby, give me one more chance. Show the love you are. <laughs> Is that on the list? I don't think we're allowed to do any Michael Jackson songs I anymore, I mate. I think um, we'll get cancelled. But uh, how did they extrapolate that information from that Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Um, here you go. Here goes. I, I love this too. Uh, wanting to return to what you had. Ah, his ex has moved on, but he hasn't and still hangs on to uh, hope. That's... I should just let them go, but. <laughs> now I'm going to continue. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. At first he is hanging on to hope, but then he realizes that he must let go. I don't know where they, they're pulling this from. The boys of summer could refer to the boys his ex is now seeing. Now that's quite deep. That's a left turn. He, and how they are just summer flings while he is in it for the long haul. They could have just put the lyrics up. They could have, they could have just cut out all of this person's commentary on it and just put the lyrics up because he's just recounting the lyrics. I don't know. I think it's a pretty deep dive into... Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's the end of <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean now? At least I thought you meant the podcast. You're like, oh I, look, I think that's the end now. <laughs> I think that's the end of Gaelis Whispod now. Uh, let's chart it up. Let's chart it. Ooh, have we not even got to chart? We me haven't up yet. gotten to chart me up yet. Fuck We've been hell. filling for no reason. <laughs> right. All right, so... Now, you know, last time, I was like, one... Paul Simon, one, 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 Yes. No, nah, it's not going to be my guess this uh, time. You don't think I so. think this is going to be difficult. Okay, okay, fire away. All right, all right. I think... Oh, you want me to guess first? Uh, no, let me let me give you some of the info. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, right. fire away. So, theme song first. Shut me up. Shut me up. Dave, if, if you shut, shut me up, up I'll never shut, never shut. 
Are you saying shart? Yeah, never <laughs> shart. If you if you chart me up, I'll never shart. That's uh, that's good information to have. Remind me never to chart you up. Because we're so full of shit, Gary. <laughs> I definitely feel in that on this backed episode. Up. <laughs> All right, so this is a peak position in the weekly charts between 1984 and 1985. Talk to me. Yeah. Okay. In New Zealand, it was number 18. I know okay. I, I often right. give you okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealand because sometimes we're very close ba, to New Zealand. Da, 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 da. Can we put that on our Slice list? of Heaven? Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. What's his name? Foot Rat Flats? Foot <laughs> <laughs> Rat Flats performed that song, didn't he? <laughs> We've got his nickname already. There it is. Uh, so well, we're talking about Donnie Boy. Don, Don Henley. Uh, number 18 in the New Zealand charts. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. now sometimes there's disparity between New Zealand and Australia. So yeah, just there, there is a mind. little bit. We can't always be reliant. It was number five in the US Billboard Hot 100 chart. So okay. it's getting yeah, up there right, a up bit. There, yeah. The lowest position was number 26 in the Netherlands. Oof, okay. Where do you think it came in Australia? Okay. Australia. Where was New Zealand? Five? Uh, New Zealand was 18. Five in the US Billboard Hot 100. I say we were eight. Eight? It was number three in Australia. Okay. I gambled and I lost. You get, uh, yeah, it's I... just like a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to be a fight? You gambled what you lost. Uh, we've referenced Kenny Rogers, the great man here before. He knew when to hold them. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That was Jeez, it did yeah. alright here. Did that do better than Paul Simon? I think it did. Uh, did it? Hold on. Let me... I've got my notes for the last one. Chart me up. No. Uh, oh, no. Number two in Australia. Number two. Number one, two in Australia. One behind. Um, okay. Alright. So, so that was Chart Me Up. Donnie. Donnie. I think it's one of those songs. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that. Well, that connected. You know what I mean? Again, it's that nostalgia and it's the feelings of summer. Listening to that guitar riff in the synth, you, we were talking about how it, it evokes feelings of summer. And Australia, pretty hot country. Uh, so, you know. It gets warm. It gets, gets a warm. little bit warm. So, wasn't released in summer for in Australia, but maybe people were longing for summer, longing to go back to the beach. Ah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's, yeah, okay. I like that. I like that theory. So look, we're we're going pretty good with the segments. Mm. Can we can we bring back our new segment? Did Weird Al do it? Ah, yes. Right. Okay. So look, we sort of, sort of, we blew our load prematurely last episode. <laughs> Yeah, what was that one again? I can't remember. I'm going to go straight back to uh, Boys of Gordon Sumner. <laughs> Gordon Sumner Sting. <laughs> Have we had any police on the show yet? No, we had... Uh, we the had, band, not the no, conservatory. we had Gordon Sumner, which is should be his nickname on the podcast. <laughs> Gordy. Gordon Sumner. Gordon <laughs> Sumner. His name in <laughs> Uh, we had Gordon Sumner on the I Want My MTV. Uh, we did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a song I'm desperately Straits. trying to retcon into this uh, into this podcast, which, I'm, which it's all for love. All for love, and old Gordon Sumner's on that one. Gordon Sumner's on with that Rod one with Rod Stewart well. and Brian Adams. 
With Rodney Stewart and Brian Adams, yes. Brian Adams the third, yes. Senior. <laughs> Nearly the, out of six names in, in that list, five of them are first names. <laughs> Sumner. No, wait, he's the one that's not. So Sumner is the only name Sumner in is there. Sumner Brian, Brian Adam, Adams, Rod, Stewart, Rod and Gordon. Stewart and Gordon are all, so five of them. <laughs> Can we name our supergroup Brian, Adam, Rod, Stewart and Gordon? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how we could get away with not doing that. But we're talking about did Weird Al do it? Uh, we don't have a theme song for that yet. Uh, but did Weird Al cover this song no he didn't you're saying the boys of sumner the boys of gordon sumner yeah gordon sumner uh okay so well, what you could also go with the boys of burdens bernard sumner uh, you're like crystal yeah. yeah new order new order thank yeah. you yeah uh look that's a deep cut i don't think you know what actually i don't think weirdo goes that deep when uh, he's he's coming up with his lyrics i actually think some new order would go well in yeah podcast, sure actually. blue monday of course of course um, wow that's it fit right in but uh look i had a couple of ideas okay far away weirdo Often his songs are about food. Would you disagree? No, no. I was thinking the boys of hummus. <laughs> uh, but then I had bok choy in hummus. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Bok choy in hummus. Don Henley's bok choy. I can't After, eat you. After... <laughs> <laughs> Your green skin browning in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> After the bok choy and what was it? Hummus. Give us that entire lyric. I want this on record. I can't eat you. (laughs) Your green skin browning in the sun. Uh, You get your leaves turned brown. Yeah. Yeah, you got your leaves (laughs) combed brown. (laughs) Look, I got nothing. Look, I'm no weird out, and nor do I claim to be. We're giving him some red hot fire here the last Fuck. couple of episodes. We gotta, we gotta mail these songs to ourselves. You know that old uh, copyright thing? Oh, you gotta mail have, your own. You mail yeah, it yeah, to yeah. yourself so you get the the date. We gotta mail these songs to ourselves so yeah. we got the date. So when Weird Al oh comes out with Bok Choy and Hummus, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we can say we, we're owed some royalties. Oh, Fuck me. That's amazing. Oh, oh. my god. So that was, um, did Weird Al do it? Yes. No, he no, didn't. No, he didn't, but, but he should. He sh- fucking should. <laughs> I just wanted to talk quickly about another version of this song. There are some terrible ah, cover versions yes. of this song. But there was one that I thought would tickle your proverbial. The Ataris. The Ataris. The, yes. Because um, Jeremy is a little bit of a pop punk fan, if I I'm am, not speaking out of turn. You are not. I am partial to a little bit of popular punk. I mean, it... It, it shouldn't come as any surprise that someone that likes the boys of Gordon Sumner, sure. uh, Donnie, to his Little friends, Donnie. wouldn't 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 take the step into the dark side. And uh, yeah, well, or the I like pop punk. I'm I'm guilty. Sure. T- write in. Tell me your favorite pop punk songs. And fuck, I'll you just do a spin wanted off this to be a pop punk uh, podcast. I 100 percent wanted called pod punk. I did. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the Ataris. I remember when this version... But then we actually found out that there was a uh, coffee podcast called Podpunk. 
Yes. Podcast. <laughs> Fuck, sorry. That podcast is terrible for the environment. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but reusable. But uh, reusable. Yeah, yeah. Re-listenable, so it's good. The only thing I wanted to say about this Atari's version is um, they... Or two things. Two things I wanted to say about it. Yes, yeah. they're very... They give a lot of breathing room to my money shot, which is coming mm-hmm. up very soon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, they changed the line uh, out on the road. They saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. They changed it to a black flag sticker instead of a deadhead sticker. I reckon black flag... Well, Henry Rollins could have 100% kicked the shit out of all of the members of the Ataris. Uh, yeah. Uh, but still, you know, it's a nice reference. I think it's yes. a, 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 a well-meant, you know what I mean? Yes. Well-meant. 100%. Uh, that's all. That's all on that. <laughs> Let's talk about the music. There's a couple of covers. There's a DJ Sammy one which you don't want to listen to. Oh, and, fucking uh, terrible. Yeah. Let's talk about the music video. Like when someone puts that little effort into their DJ name. <laughs> you know DJ I mean? Sammy. Yeah, yeah. Pass. It's uh, like how, it's like how, um... Our nickname for Don Henley. <laughs> Donny. Donny. Yeah, D- DJ Donny. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll <laughs> The video clip. Yes. The video. Um, you guys have seen it, right? Oh, maybe they haven't. Oh. All right, we'll, we'll give you five minutes. Go, go, go watch it now. We'll wait. I say, uh, feeling a little rusty on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> shh, shh. Shh, don't worry. It's, no, they're uh, off watching the video. Oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Do you think they'll notice? And this is why you can't listen to the audience. The audience doesn't know. No. They, you know, they want... They, they're not listening they to us. We're doing. not listening, listening to, to them. them. Yeah, yeah. Just that's why this podcast is <laughs> all... Oh, you back. Oh, you Hello. Hey, wow. What do you think? Uh, I'd say it's pretty boring video. <laughs> what do you think? It is indicative of its time. Yes. Uh, I do like, I think it does evoke some of the imagery. A hundred percent. It, the, it does suit. Um, I mean, you've got the guy sort of, you've got the, as you said, the memory in the background uh-huh. and the guy. And then at the end, he's, oh, he's, he, he's an office worker now. And he's, it, oh. It really fits with the deadhead sticker on the Cadillac line, which apparently really happened. Mm, uh, yes, it, it is. something that Don Hanley actually saw when he was driving around. You know, uh, Deadhead, a uh, fan of the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Usually who, like a, a listless to, hippie. Who you're probably not going to hear on this podcast, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, I've never been a big you Deadhead think, myself. You so. think we waffle on? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is the the Grateful Dead. <laughs> the, the Grateful Dead of a Remix. <laughs> but uh, when do they start? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, the deadhead sticker on the Cadillac, so it was like mm. quite an expensive vehicle. When uh, and it it just ties in with the whole thematic nostalgia of it. It's kind of holding on to something from their youth when they were into the Grateful Dead, and now they're driving like a big car. So they've obviously got the the job and everything, mm, and that's kind yeah. of portrayed yeah. in the video clip as well. Uh, so there was a lot to like about it, but at the same time, it is just... It uh, is what it is. It's, like, it's not up there with Sledgehammer. And, it ain't no Sledgehammer. And you, you can know. call me Al. No, it is not. Or, um, or even I'm so excited. With, 
I can hide it right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when we're watching Boys of the Summer. Yeah, yeah, can I, I, I can, I can actually hide it. It's Still fine. a fucking excellent uh, song. Well, I'm so excited. No, um, Boys of the Summer. <laughs> excellent song. And and I'm so excited, of course. But look, let's let's bring it on home. Oh, yeah. Let's bring it down to the money shots. And look, I I think I I shot my money last time first. <laughs> prematurely my money shot yeah, for this song please, is thank you. uh the line um i mean i i think again the reason this song is so popular is just the overall feel of this song i love mm-hmm. the sense and just that it does invoke a feeling of nostalgia so i like that but i always remember the line uh the, the line remember how you made me crazy remember how i made you school uh-huh. and still thinking about like is that a little bit of like is it is it a little horny line, or is oh. it um, you know a little bit uh, angry? You know what I mean. See, is the way I th- I thought about thought of it was that's uh, interesting because the way I thought of it was um, they were together mm-hmm. and sometimes it seems like they weren't fit for each other because mm. they made each other crazy ah. uh, or they got into fights which is yeah, the screen yeah, yeah, comes yeah, yeah. in but you know they he, kiss he and make still, up yeah and he still kind of longs for that connection that they have maybe we should go back to that song facts yeah let's have a look i, mean, I don't quite so understand anyone, um... <laughs> no fuck that <laughs> so that, you that's, said your you money a, that's my money shot it's not very interesting but you know, well, you wanted it, you got it. I, um, I, I love my money shot for this. <laughs> I'm hoping to... I'm ready to receive your money shot. So, on that last verse... Alright, I'm going to say I'm gonna say the whole last verse. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll give you my money shot. It's right at the very end. It's like, out on the road today, I saw a dead head sticker in a Cadillac. Mm. Little voice inside my head said, Don't look back, you can never look back. I thought I knew what what love was. What did I know? And I love how he delivers that. What mm. did I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then here's my money shot, and it's all in the delivery. Don mm. Henley's Don Henley's Henley's delivery. Those days are gone forever. I should just let him go. But <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love. I should just let him, let go, him but... go. But. <laughs> Oh, what's a gobert? It, it was like a real budget version of the Transformers. Oh, that's a gobot. So <laughs> that's literally the best. <laughs> Should just let them go. But I'm playing it underneath us now. Oh my god, let him go. But <laughs> just something about that every time. Anyway, look. That was Boys of Summer. We're out. We you, go. We're, it ain't going much. Say, you can't say we didn't cover the song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one other thing I would say is if you want a more mellow kind of uh, stripped back version of the song, is pretty good a version that he did uh, fairly recently on the Howard Stern show, and you can see a video of that on YouTube. And it's very kind of mellow, but his voice is really still banging really amazing and he talks about how much he still loves this song 
So that's worth checking out. But look, we've covered it. That's Boys it's, of Summer. It's Don we, Henley. We don't ask more of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I almost I almost shut my computer in a rage, but then I realized <laughs> we're recording on there. <laughs> and that would have stopped the recording. The next song. Rest assured that our love for you will still be strong. I think that's important to remember. Yeah, we should have just let it go, but... Uh, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> So like we mentioned in the in the you can call me out episode we're going to we're going to take turns in picking uh songs for White the next hot episode. fire. What yeah I I think in our chat I said there have to be all bangers. All killer no filler. Exactly right. So Jeremy I was going to let you take the first pick. Just a, a peek behind the curtain because I would have edited that out. Mm-hmm. Jeremy had to think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. But this is what I want to say to you. Mm-hmm. Just pretend like it's the end of the world. And all you want to do is talk about nostalgic songs from your past when you're in the car with your parents. Mm-hmm. What are the songs that you absolutely must talk about? So for this next episode, what is the song that you're like, this is the yeah, this it. is the track. All right, what is it? I've got it. Are you ready? End of the world kind of. I'm on tenterhooks okay. right now. You know what? Yes. Not only will I tell you, I'm going to give you some of the lyrics as a spicy little teaser. All right, I want to hear them. I want to hear them. I think what I want to do is zoom, just zoom, tell zoom. you what kind of man I am. What kind of man I am? I am a man yes. that will fight for your honor. I, I'll be the hero. Is that Peter Cetera? Is that the glory of love? Uh, the glory of love. The theme song to the Karate Kid. <laughs> that's a that's an excellent choice. The glory of love. It's Peter Cetera, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. And have we have we haven't covered any Chicago yet, have we? We haven't. We we haven't. No, we haven't. Which is a travesty unto itself. Well, look, that could be your next pick. I'm gonna have to try to forget that because I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised <laughs> when you come in and you like Saturday in the park. We did. Saturday. Must have been. Trying to do both parts here, it's really hard. <laughs> I, I would anyway. step in and help, but, yeah, but this is it's, too entertaining. To. But Peter Cetera's Glory of Love. But look, another peek behind the curtain. Mm. We record uh, usually about two episodes at a time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. three, sometimes, sometimes one. one but, sometimes four. Yeah, but it's yeah. usually two. So yeah. if we're going to be recording the next two episodes, we're going to need to know what songs we're, we're going to... Correct. So look, we can tell you right now what the next two songs are going to be oh yeah we can tell you what the next two songs are going to be alright so your pick is Peter Cetera's Glory of Love that's going to be the next one now I've got to come up with my pick you got it okay I've got uh-huh. mine I'm thinking now I just want to preface this by, by saying that I don't want people to think that you know this is some hackneyed kind of podcast like this is this is real you know sure, what I mean? yeah this is champagne podcasting this is real shit yeah. you know what i mean like this is real this is real life you know what i mean mm. so i don't want people thinking that we chose and then like went away 
and in any way regretted our decision and then, and then drank some beers it. and watched some video clips and sort of changed them. I don't want people to think that. No, listener, we wouldn't play you like that, like a chump, right? <laughs> so you're saying we can do Nookie by the Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> like a chump. Hey. hey. Like a chump. Hey. Like a chump. Hey. No, that's not the song I chose, though. No, do I know. Do you know the song that I chose? I know I'm not allowed to do any new metal on this podcast. <laughs> I know my boundaries. Sure. So the song that I chose, uh-huh. it's pretty extreme. I'd, I'd oh. say it's fairly extreme. <laughs> and to describe it is going to... Re- you would... Yeah. <laughs> it's going to require more, more than, than words. words. Yes. <laughs> extreme. Yeah. More than words. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Such a beautiful song. The, the, the vocals. A bit of noons. A bit of the, yeah, the old Nuno Betancourt. I'm, I'm in. Uh, I mean, I haven't got one right now, but there's going to be a great nickname for Nuno <laughs> Betancourt. <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> Gordon Sumner. <Yeah. laughs> no, Nuno Betancourt's nickname is Sting. <laughs> Oh right. Uh, so oh, that's what we got you. coming that's up. That's what we got coming up. We got Peter Cetera uh-huh. and we got um Extreme More Than Words. Extreme fight for your honor with more than words. Yes. Oh man. For the glory of lo- love. What, what a mashup. Oh my god, I hiccup during that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I've been Gary. I'm Jeremy. This has been Boys of Summer, apparently. Boys of Sumner. <laughs> Boys of Sumner. Boys <laughs> This has been Kayla Swisspod. We'll see. I'm going to go with like Bokshu and Baklava. <laughs> Baklava? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, but hummus is a bit of a stretch yeah. in the rhyming scheme as well. Why no? Not if, if, you, if hummus is a stretch, you're cooking it wrong, mate. Look, well, that's true. <laughs> Look, no regrets. Let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. All right. Kayla Swisspod. See you next Peace time. Peace out. Bye. Heads and ready. Peace. Peace.